week's Serpent Temple podcast, we are doing another deep dive into Shaman Floyd's Graveyard Classics. Six. This week, we are reviewing Creep Mime Shadows, released in 1993. Bit of a seminal year for death metal. Another Dutch band. We covered uh, Pestilence. And now we're delving a bit deeper in the obscurity uh, that is the Dutch death metal scene. And uh, this is a relatively new one for me. You introduced me to this band. Yeah. Um, so I'm amazed that this one passed me by. I say, that sounds so fucking conceited. Like, I'm not a fucking expert on... I haven't listened to every death yeah. metal album. I'm sure but, you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a great release and a great suggestion. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you discovered this. Love this band. I just one day was on Reddit, I think, and then someone just shared the... Um, Someone shared the YouTube video in like some death metal Reddit or something like that. And uh, the cover is amazing. I it's love very, the cover. very pestilence-esque, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and it's like yeah, it's this creepy fucking looking guy with like a... It looks a bit like a, there's a Salvador... Um, sorry, not Dali. Oh, what's his fucking... No, it's Dali. It yeah, is it's fucking Dali. Dali. I know the exact yeah, one you're the, talking the, about. The face of war. Yeah. Yeah, my mum used to have like a Dali coffee table book when I was a kid. Yeah. And I used to just look for it being like, what the fuck? Yeah. I love that shit so much but yeah so I, anything that even remotely to do with the face of war just kind of sticks with me like that and in the main image of this one of the eyes is replaced with like a skull but there's like some weird shit it's very cool old school De- the the vibes are so on for this album it's yeah. so early 90s death metal it's fucking brilliant that's so fucking odd because you know what the face of war that is exactly what it reminded yeah. me of and it didn't click with me and it's funny because in, in our bathroom in our first house when we were growing up my mum had two paintings on the wall one was a Dali one was a Geiger or a Giger I should yeah, say oh, to nice. pronounce it correctly yeah, uh, the Dali was like um, the one that, uh, there's like a lake and there's like these swans that are also reflected as elephants oh and yeah it's quite an iconic and the legs piece. get really like yeah, yeah. tapered yeah so that that was we had that on the wall and we also had the Giger that had all the faces of the babies oh god yeah, yeah it was just like just Is that in the gun no, no, it was no, just, there's it, one where there's like the babies, but they're sitting inside like bullets, and they're like in a in a in an ammo clip kind. I of think thing. this one might have been it might have been a zoomed in uh, picture of a larger piece. Yeah, but yeah, it was okay. just like a wall of babies' faces. Awesome, yeah, and which was also very death metal esque. Yeah, of course. Um, but it's um, yeah, and back in the days, didn't have a mobile phone, so I'd be spending most of my time shitting, looking at um, <laughs> Dali and Giga. Yep. But yeah, this this album, I, I just I just pressed play and just um, I fell in love straight away. The fucking tone, the guitar tone is oh, so, so fucking great on this album. It's ba- it's a bit more like a Death Doom. A lot of people have kind of pointed out in reviews I've read for this album because it's it's very mid paced bolt thrower esque. It's very kind of. Um, it's, I don't know. It's like so. Bolt Throw has got more like a rolling, constant kind of rhythm. You know, it's like yeah. constantly kind of churning, like a tank. Yeah, like a tank. This is more like halting, and it's more like it's more like blasts of machine gun fire. But then there's these like great. Uh, the, the guitar tone is fucking brilliant. I really cannot uh, put in home how how much I love the guitar. It's tone such a good fucking it's sound, monstrous. and it's um, interesting because it's produced by Patrick Mamelli from Pestilence. Pestilence. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting because this album came out the same year as Spheres um, mm. and if you listen to the production of those two albums it's like night and fucking day mm. so I, I don't know if he had if he was involved in any of the production on that album but it's just interesting that that's the Pestilence album that came out the same time yeah. the same year that he produced uh, this album yeah but it's um, no everything sounds super top notch and just absolutely fucking stellar on this release yeah I think Death Doom is a fair assessment but it's kind of like I think more of a foothold in the death side yeah definitely it's, 
It's a death like, metal band playing doom metal. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, yeah, exactly. Because it's got you know, there's hints of like TMA in like uh, early Paradise Lost and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I feel like that they, they, they've still got that foothold and that technical proficiency and yeah, you, know, you get the occasional blasts and like you know, bits of tremolo riff and then double bass every now and again. Uh, what I really love in this album is just their rhythmic sensibility. I love some of the riffs yeah, are yeah. just so fucking good. It's almost poppy. Yeah, the, like, the melodies on this album are fucking brilliant. Oh, it's so good. Such a keen sense of melody. Fucking like, what's the kind of the more so gothic nice. track? Is it Soon Ripe, Soon Rotten? Yes. That has, like, all the whispered vocals. And yeah. Has, like, really, oh, like, the vocals throughout that whole song are whispered, aren't they? I think uh, Mameli's... Is that, I think that's the one that he did some so, extra layers of, like, guitar and stuff on. But, yeah, that was... Yeah, there's like, yeah there we go. Yeah, Jazzy Chords layered by Mameli. Yeah, lots of... Yeah, because that's, that's really cool because by the time that one kicks in, it kind of mixes things up for you because there is like a... There's definitely like a meat and potatoes kind of aspect to this album. But I think... It's in, not in a bad way, only because I think uh, Creep Mime have just got a really nice fucking sound. Yeah. It sits somewhere between like Bolt Thrower, Atheist, Death. Like, it's just like a really interesting mix of a lot of stuff. And then like you said, the Paradise Lost as well in there and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. It's just fucking, just it's just such a fucking fun la- album to listen to. Yeah, I love the track um, "Suffer the Shadows." Like, there's yeah. so many good fucking moments in there. Um, but three minutes has just got going back to what I was saying about the rhythmic groove. has just got such a fucking like almost bolt thrower esque kind of like yeah. like bounce to it. And I'm just yeah. like, which I suppose I didn't really hear too much in a lot of Death Doomy releases. I find a lot of Death Doom albums could be quite bloated. You take an album, not bloated, but take an album like Disembowelment, Transcend mm. the Peripheral, like. As much as I fucking absolutely adore that album, it is a fucking cathartic challenge of a listen, right? Yeah. Because it is just mind-bogglingly dense and heavy yeah. and beautiful and stunning. Whereas Disembowelment like, is like falling off a ledge into a pitch-black cavern <laughs> system. It's just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, getting lost in the yeah, fucking lo- catacombs in yeah, France. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Whereas like this, like, you know, like kind of what you were saying, there's like... It's got the melody and kind of like the sombre, gloomy tones, but it's got kind of like a pop sensibility to it. Like, oh, it's fuck, it's so like good. A bounce and a, and a groove, I just love but it. It's, it's not like new metal. It's not forced. No, it's just the the people that did the composing in this band just did a fucking fantastic job. Uh, quite frankly, a really really cool band. Um, the the bass player, not on this album. They did a follow up out another album after this one called Chiroscuro. And the bass player on that album is now the bass player in Pestilence. Oh, no way. Yeah. Cool. I've not listened to the second album. I mean, it's really Shadows, good. Yeah, yeah it's it? really yeah. good. I like the second one as well. It's like, yeah, it can, it's a bit more like refined. Because it's all fully changed up. Like it's got like a different logo, different style of artwork and stuff. Like kind of, yeah. yeah. I think it's, yeah, the, the artwork is just this kind of, you know, Couture is like, what, it's like Italian, is it? It's like the difference between like light and dark. Uh-huh. I know it's like a word people use in film to describe a certain kind of like high contrast look. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of to do with that, but again, like the the songwriting and the riffs is up there with this this album. But there's something about this. This is the one that I'll always reach to first. Yeah, you know, and that the way that th- that first song, "The Fruits of Ill Virtue," kicks in is just like fucking brilliant. Which fucking death song is it? It, it reminds me of a death song, and I can't remember which one it is. It's like dan 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 dan. Is it death? Am I thinking of a different band? I can't remember. I'm losing my fucking mind. But like, it's got that fucking. It's such a strong opener to the to the yeah, album yeah, yeah. that it's just got like it's such a powerful intro, and it's oh, just because um, there's the problem is you said with death song. Then in my head, I just went. Yeah, 
Man, we always end up talking about death every time. I know, I know. No, it's I so help. great. But you can, I mean, yeah. The yeah. vocalist, um, the vo- I, I really like the, the the vocalist on this. This it's like a, it's like he's got a sore throat. It's like a dying Martin Van Drunen. Yeah, it's, di- <laughs> it's Martin, yeah, Martin Van Drunen's dying. This is when his flesh has started to peel away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, and going back to what I was saying, like in some of the other reviews we've done, it's that kind of like you know that delineation between um, like the two like camps of vocal styles that are prevalent in death metal. Mm. You've got the ones, the people that were trying to get as guttural as possible, and the ones that are trying to get as torturous and as pained yeah. as possible. And I think that's one thing you could definitely describe the vocals and sound as, and that's pained. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it has that human element to it. Like he sounds like he's struggling. Yeah, it's a bit more like a victory, I think. Yeah, maybe the vocals on this one. Um, yeah, than just being like straight up Chuck or whatever. And I, I, I really like that. Yeah, I really, yeah. I think that's really cool. No, I think it's fucking cool. I, I love the vocals. Let's give a shout out to the other band members. You've got Frank Brahma on drums, the Brahma Bull. The Brahma uh, Bull. Andy Judd on guitars, vocals, uh, Mark Hope on bass, and then the Roger Hackart on vocals slash guitars. So um, I went on to the Encyclopedia Metallum to see what um, the band had been up to recently. You said they recently uh, uh, started the yeah. Facebook page. I, I, so. Yeah, I went on a deep dive before the first time I discovered this album. I couldn't find shit. There was like very little about them. There's not a lot. Not There's a couple of print interviews, I think, I read. Yeah. I, I always do. I, I love that about 90s death metal, going back and finding like where people have uploaded like old magazine and, and zine yeah, interviews yeah, yeah, and then reading yeah. the text interviews and not just having everything be YouTube. But we were on YouTube, but, you know. Um but yeah there, there really wasn't a lot but then while I was doing the research for this I saw because this album sadly is not available on the streaming so Chiroscuro is on Spotify and yeah. all that kind of stuff but this one's not sadly um, definitely buy a copy if you can um, it's fucking brilliant but you can listen to it on YouTube at the moment there's a rip of it on there and in the um, I noticed in the description for the video there's now a, a the Facebook page for Creep Mind, which we got to talk about this band name. Horrible fucking band name. <laughs> <laughs> What's the etymology? I don't it? know. Do I, I've band, never though? found that out. I don't yeah. know. It's like it kind of. It's a it's a stupid fucking name. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's very funny because if you go on that Facebook page, there's posts of like because they supported um, Cynic on like a European tour, or yeah. and they went just when they played like the Dutch dates. But um, there's like pictures of like gig tickets. Um, and like they, they, it says speed mime instead of creep mime <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the description is just like great another fucking promoter that couldn't spell our name right <laughs> it's very funny some good bits speed mime that, is that speed like speed mime. dating but like for like <laughs> mime, mime artists you get through a mime creep routine mime. it's as just much that as... name if you look at it you're just like what the fuck's going on ah, I kind of like it though now though it's just, I, I, I like weird shit it's yeah. like jumping Jesus and jumping, all those yeah, other fucking it sticks out right it's like, oh, what's the other band that I used to really like? Totally different style, like they're more like a kind of like a, a gore grind, death grind band. They're just called Fuck. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of them? They think they're fuck. Australian. No. It was like Fuck, like ellipses. I'm dead. That's pretty funny. They're a fucking sick band as well. That's some good shit. But yeah, I don't know. It's like it's funny how you've got all these like gems that are just lost to death metal obscurity. Yeah, just sitting there and maybe the name had something to play i mean who knows maybe you know you look at listen look at the bands that made it a band like cannibal corpse i mean that's pretty you gotta think about it in essence that's a really stupid fucking name but it's got like cannibal a ring corpse. to it yeah yeah rock um and then you know you've got your suffocations and yeah incantation Creep emulation mime. i guess they were like well that's everyone's scared of mimes yeah. ergo 
a very metal name, but be yeah. something that's very scary. And there is like a scary creepiness to this album. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of works. Yeah, I'd love to know the etymology or the decision making behind the name but itself. I did love when I was doing my first initial after I discovered this album, I was doing my first like drag along the internet. I found um, there was like an old forum post where someone had posted about this about this band. And then in the comments, from what I could gather, because I, I think it was in Dutch, but from what I could gather, it was um, one of the people in the band. So I think one of the comments was something like, oh, the person that, like, the person in that plays guitar in this band is, like, my trainer at work, or I work with them, or something oh, like I that. Oh, I saw that in the YouTube video, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, um, and then there was a comment underneath that, and, and I went, I Google translated it, because I just fucking, dude, I love it when you go down those holes yeah. where I'm just, like, looking into a band from the early 90s and just, like, finding out about their lives and yeah. shit, just, like, being the watcher and just <laughs> yeah. completely just, yeah. like, stepping into this other world for a minute. But, yeah, and then I think, I think that there, there was a comment from another guy from Creep Mime who was, like, saying, oh, I haven't seen that guy in ages like would you, would you want to say hi for me and maybe he'd like to meet up for a drink and yeah. you could tell that the guys hadn't seen each other for a long time in the oh, band fucking, and that yeah. they just kind of got on with life but they just kind of wanted to say hi and then yeah I noticed recently they've got like a Facebook page and then there seems to be that somebody's like um yeah like they've got all these from what I can tell it's like someone's got like old VHS VHS recordings of the band playing like live there's quite a lot of them and then they're like playing on like a TV and then someone's like filmed the TV with like their phone and they just put the videos up on Facebook. <laughs> fucking, that's wild. It's fucking awesome, yeah. dude. There's all these yeah. old, yeah, there's these old fucking, like, yeah, VHS of them just, like, playing all these yeah. different kinds of venues. And the sound's amazing. Like, it sounds great. Yeah. And, like, watching them play, fucking great band. Good musicians. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. It's, you know, it just reminds me of, like, the phlebotomized another band. Kind of, yeah. fading into obscurity before kind of coming back. Uh, into prevalence oh, um, man, so, if this band got back together because um, kill the pl- kill the pull the plug patches did a creep mine patch oh do they of this of album yeah ah sick yeah so that's that's pretty cool I think that was like a little bit of a they've had like a build because the video for this on YouTube it's got like 40,000 views or yeah something. that's it's quite a lot yeah, yeah and there's loads of people in the comments which was like this is fucking sick yeah yeah so it's, it's got like, a bit of a second life that's definitely gets you cult points if you had a creep mine patch right with that fucking you know, you see patch jackets sometimes. You see, like, a really obscure... It's like I've ever seen anyone for, like, like Lycathia or Flame merch. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, well, that's, like, fucking... That's dedication right there. I think there's a Lycathia or Flame patch on Pull the Plug as Is well. Is there? Yeah, I think so. Sick. That's almost enough to convince me to get a patch jacket. <laughs> never wore one. I've never been a patch jacket guy. I I don't know. Yeah, I like I like the vibe. I think um, I've kind of always had them. I've always been a patch jacket guy. I remember it was funny. We, we went to... Um, we went to what's that fucking festival called is in Sardinia um, you know the one I'm talking about it's on tip of my tongue Dinner Jam Dinner Jam yeah. yeah we were at Dinner Jam it was really funny one of our friends at Dinner Jam and he was like he was saying I don't think he realised I was like quite such a metal guy because it's not like out and out like a metal festival it's more like psych and yeah s- like there is doom stuff but it's not like doom metal so much as like stoner doom kind of shit yeah um, but yeah, it's funny. There was one guy going, I don't understand all these metal guys with their fucking patch jackets. And da, da, da. and then the next day I made sure that when I went down to the beach, I was wearing my patch jacket. I was like, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like a cool conversation starter. Yeah. Really? You know, I've I got, think so, yeah. Gives... I've got a bolt thrower back patch on my cut and like, I literally, the number of times I've been walking down the street and there's some guy on a bike and he's like, 
out of nowhere, like completely no idea who he's just like bought for a fucking sick, and it's yeah. just like I love that energy. It is it's cool, man. Cool. I, yeah. I do love that. It's um, I must tell the story before, but it's like when um, I think it was the year that Mirror Reaper dropped, and I was like, I'm gonna wear some Bellwitch match. Yeah, cool. And then uh, I think it was at Bloodstock, and I got there and found out my friend Aaron was wearing a Bellwitch shirt, and about like fucking five thousand other people at the <laughs> festival. Everyone. I was thinking, like, damn, the Bellwitch year. <laughs> it's yeah. like, damn, I'm mainstream. <laughs> mainstream. God damn it. <laughs> Got to get changed. Yeah. But no, uh, it's uh, that was the same year I bought my Flabotomy shirt. It was in one of the oh, tents. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I love that with, shit. Like, the uh, immense, intense uh, suspense uh, um, album artwork, and that was just like, fuck yeah. There was a really funny point in hardcore. I want to say it's like probably like two thousand six, seven kind of era, where everyone there was like there was this like moment in hardcore where people were trying to like outdo each other with obscure shirts. So people were like, um, they were like buying shirts online. They were getting shirts made up of like defunct bands and albums, and they were like yeah. printing like I think Page Ninety Nine was like the big one. Yeah. So people were getting like page ninety nine shirts printed and going to shows with their like page ninety nine shirt. And it was like <laughs> thing where like insulting each other. It's like, oh yeah, you've fucking got your shirt printed. It's not yeah. like a yeah, yeah, it's not merch, you just got yeah. your shirt printed. But it, like at the same time everyone was trying to do their best and I was like that's like me with creep mime. I'd love a creep mime shirt. <laughs> I have to just, make my own one. <laughs> just reminds me I went to watch um uh Tyrannus play live and the um and uh, the guitarist OG Nihility shirt yeah, yeah. I was just like fuck that's such a sick shirt yeah, it's, it's, it's like an OG one as well like it looked yeah, worn yeah. I was like yeah, yeah. ah. it's like when I had my original press uh, inhale exhaled nasum shirt nice. which went missing and I, fuck, uh, I do not know where it went but I like well, I wonder where our lost merch goes to die there's so many shirts where I just have no idea what happened to it. Some effigy of the forgotten long sleeve. I still miss it. Oh, don't man. know where the fuck that went. And yeah. there, there's still versions of it available, but like mine wasn't the original. Don't get me wrong, but like mm. it, it looked like le- really legit. It looked cool, yeah. But no, no, I was gutted about that. But, <laughs> yeah, no. I'll keep an eye out for a creep mime shirt at the, uh, the festival circuit one <laughs> yeah. next year. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping because like phlebotomized have been um, that we were talking about before. They had a huge, uh, as far as I'm aware, they had like a bit of a hiatus, right? Oh, oh it was like fucking... Yeah, yeah right? I mean, like a, a good 10, 15 years. At least. There was yeah. a big chunk of time where they weren't performing. I know they kind of came back. But um, but like now they played like Brutal Assault, I think, this year, is yeah. it? And they're kind of getting more like gigs and they're kind of getting recognised and people are going back and discovering the music, kind of like we were talking about with Demilic. Yeah. Um, I don't know what these guys' life is like. Uh, you know, obviously we're saying the bass player of the second album is now playing with Pestilence. Maybe some of the guys in this band still have musical aspirations. I fail to believe that like musicians as competent as they like it always fucking blows my mind when people just make incredible art and then just like fucking go and just have a boring ass life and become like a fucking trainer and never do art again and Yeah. You know. I suppose it's just it's the harsh reality of life though, isn't it? It's just it's just of some, some people think that, you know, that um well, I mean, it's just financial status, I suppose. You have it? kids, just, you want security, yeah. you want different things when you're young. You're like, I don't, I don't. Like, when I was younger, I used to be like, I want to go on tour all the time. And now, like, the idea of, like, just spending all year touring, you know, again, the world's different. Things like that were just, like, probably a lot more fun to do Yeah. back then. But, you know, like, yeah, things shift, things change. Um, I love playing live shows. Yeah. You know, but I do I do like it, you know, when you have like a really good like exhibition show where it's part of like an all day or a festival or something like that. I don't know, maybe if we're lucky these guys will kind of uh, get the urge back and they'll kind of reform in some capacity, even if it's just a couple of the OG guys, it's totally fine with me. Yeah. Maybe, man, because if you look about it, think about it, like the Dutch death metal scene is strong and it's always had a really like fervent fan base and mm. hence why there's a Netherlands death fest. So yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have played a couple of one-off shows at some of those lineups yeah. um, in the past that I'm, I'm not aware of. Because um, that's what I love about, when, especially when I look at the Maryland Death Fest lineup. I'm, I see yeah. all these bands that are like, you know, some some bands have been kicking around for ages. Bands like Demolich, for example, that had the one album and have been touring it ever since. Um, and I'm just like, fuck, like, there's so many bands here I'd love to see. Like, same with like Brutal Assault and Obscene Extreme. Like, they've got some great, like, like, che- like Czechia gore grind bands that just never ever come to this part of the world yeah um but it's uh but no you're absolutely right with these guys i mean like you know the music that they've done and fucking what they've committed to to the world with this album like it would be a real shame if you know fucking it was just never really fucking played again yeah so totally it's just fucking just so many fucking points this album that it's just like it just reminds you of why you listen to heavy music in the first place like it's just got all the elements of what you want it's got the atmosphere it's got the groove got the brutality like fucking it's like yeah. expert composition and songmanship musicianship it's just unreal it's, it's got definitely there's a bit of that thing like with the pestilence album spheres with the the kind of like the the weird 90s kind of you know i don't know it's like scooby-doo kind of episode feeling shit i don't know how to describe it <laughs> like <laughs> There's yes. definitely a kind of vibe that hangs off around this album. You know, when I was a kid, I got given a skateboard, and it was like it was like it was like a piece of shit skateboard that had like and on the bottom, it had it was like completely black and it had bright yellow trucks, and then it had this like Grim Reaper design, and it was like it was like the top half of a torso of a Grim Reaper, and like you could kind of see his bones and shit, and then he had the the little hood in the fucking side, and it was like nuclear. Yet the bones were like nuclear greeny yellow and ah, the cloak was like sick. blue yeah. and there was like some fucking evil looking haunted house in the background and shit. But I love that fucking skateboard. And I just used to sit and look at that picture so much. Yeah. And it was so strong. And it's like, I really like that about a lot of this 90s death metal is there's, it's almost childish, but it's not, yeah. you know, it's like really, it, it connects you to parts of your kind of self and like there's kind of these, these goofy things about it but i also think that um you know like we were talking about with pestilence listen to consuming impulse i think there's a lot of space for like room for like metaphor and like good songwriting in this kind of realm yeah but it's packaged in such a way where it's not just like my feelings you know it's just like my feelings i don't really care for things like that you know i'm kind of red blood you know swilling kind of man kind of guy yeah, yeah. you know that's my vibe I don't know just like I like badass things <laughs> it's like do you know what I kind of what you're saying there just kind of um, reminds me of when I kind of had an epiphanic moment in the scene where like you know when you first got into it I was kind of I was kind of drawn in by just how like brutal everything was and mm. then and then it, the penny dropped at some point I was like wait a minute that these guys are kind of just fucking about like they're just yeah they're just normal kind of like just fucking goofballs yeah like, you know like just into like the Italian horror scene, uh, your Fulci's and the Hill Giallo yeah. thing, and I'm just like they're just horror fans that are just like fuck it. This is a this is a suitable like fucking, yeah um, lyrical basis for our music. And don't get me wrong, like some bands took it to the extreme <laughs> with the song titles and yeah yeah. You know, but like at the same time, it's like you know it's just fucking just guys having fun. And what you're saying about being childish, there is that juvenile element to it. Like, yeah, and a lot of them were young fucking guys when they were writing this music. Yeah, exactly. and I think for me that's the thing that's always appealed to me. It's the juxtaposition of like a lot of the subject matter and and like artwork and stuff being kind of like goofy and corny but like at the same time what i think to be really cool yeah but then the musicianship is just like literally top level 
Yeah. And it was just totally right. bonkers to me that you'd right. have the combination of the two. Whereas like, like new metal is like ba- ba- bargain basement fucking musicianship <laughs> most of the time. Like go back, I can't fucking listen to all that shit. I don't yeah. know how so, I mean, so many people now are like, wow, new metal. Like, and I, like a lot of it, I'm just like, I can't believe I ever fucking listened to this this garbage. Yeah. You know? It's, it's really so hard to go back boring and appreciate and new metal now. Repetitive. Yeah. And that's the thing with like death metal is like it doesn't like it there are times when it can stick to like a very good fucking riff but it's not boring and like yeah. Creep Mime another band that are great at this where if they do stick to something there's really great at mixing in other elements to keep the energy yeah changing and moving on and it's just like yeah it's like a lot of heart there's a lot of soul yeah. in this music a lot of feeling and a lot of love and just keen sense of atmosphere as well like I, yeah. I just love the atmosphere in this album I think right. a lot of that comes down to production and just the way everything's composed like it's just people talk about black metal like black metal's the more atmospheric of everything yeah that's because of the lack of riffs though but that's the lack of riffs right yeah. and they yeah. just do that they're just like oh well you know like blah, 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 blah. but for yeah for me like you know just shrieking into a fucking shit microphone and putting loads of reverb on it and playing the same kind of fucking diminished whatever chords over and yeah. over again it's do you know what it's it's funny because like i'd say black metal is probably as expansive and diverse a genre as death metal once you delve into it so there's certain elements that i'm really into and certain elements that i'm not but like it's i think that's the real delineation between the two i feel like with death metal it's just like the musicianship and the songwriting is so top-notch yeah the proficiency of a lot of the musicians is so fucking good and skilled whereas like don't get me wrong like you know black metal is more about the atmosphere but like a lot of the times like the music is very repetitive Mm. um quite easy to play but like but when it's done right and the atmosphere is on point and the music is good it is top tier like i do love it i can't deny that i do love like a good fucking like atmospheric black metal release yeah but i suppose it just depends on the mood i'm in just you know like it's true i grew up a death metal guy so it's like very occasionally if i'm pissed off i'm at the gym i'd rather listen to some stomping mid-paced death metal yeah man then you know then something that's going to take 12 minutes of you know six minutes of synth yeah and then you know like and it's but it's yeah and this hits that spot massively this, this scratches, that, scratches spot. that itch this is like a really good cheeseburger and coke kind of yeah. When right when you want one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's got a really nice vibe. Yeah. yeah, love the band, love the record. Yeah, so check it out. So if you've never heard of it, like I hadn't heard of it until about six months ago, a fantastic album. So only available really on YouTube at the moment, right? There's no current active band camp. I, I don't or think no record I, picked up. I really hope they do a band camp, and if if they have got one, I think I look for it and I couldn't find it. Um, but it's it's, it's you know it's a lot of these relics right they kind of released it on like some record label the person that was running that record labels let it go defunct and now it's like the band probably doesn't have the masters and then it just kind of falls fallow yeah i really hope more people just start to just try and get like a fucking as good a rip of their own music as they can and just re-release it because like if the entity's not there like it fucking sucks that there's so much brilliant art that is just still being held you know, kind of pr- yeah, held it. hostage to like the old way of doing things, which obviously worked much better insofar as like people were getting paid f- for it and stuff like that, you know, than streaming. But I'm not going to die on that hill. I listen to all my music through streaming now. Yeah. So it's like I also buy physical music from bands. If I really like an album, I'll buy it on vinyl. That's um, 
that's the fucking philosophy and creed I try and follow. Like, you know, like I've, I've had to bite the bullet and just succumb to the streaming services. Yeah. Because, partly because they don't fucking make a lot of good MP3 players anymore. So even when I was yeah. buying CDs or stuff and ripping them yeah. and then putting them onto like the MP3 device, like there's no real good, like, you know, like iPod stopped doing the, um, the iPod classics a few years back. Yeah. So it's like, it's, and it's but, just efforts, con- the convenience of it, just yeah. being able to, you know, just pull up the music from the internet whenever you want. But I don't know, I guess sometimes there's like negative connotations to being in a band if you break up and you don't know, like there's no, if there's no one person who's like the head of the band or maybe there's like you, that person doesn't want to step on the other people's toes yeah, or whatever. But like I go on band camp all the time and if I find like some amazing band or like a friend's band or I meet someone or we play with a band who have a really cool record, like I love throwing money their way. Oh, 100%. Especially like Bandcamp Friday and stuff like that. I don't really listen to a lot of stuff in the Bandcamp band, but I don't, that's not why I do it. I do it so the band gets the money. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's the same with this band. I'd love to give this band some money yeah. and, and shit. So, yeah, hopefully that, you know. But it looks like maybe there's something happening, like judging from this Facebook page, there's at least one member of the band. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see. He's curating it, so fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Right, so I think that just about wraps it up, I'd say. Yeah. So, guys, so remember to like, share, and subscribe. So, my final thoughts on Creep Mine. Check it out. Fucking absolutely sick killer death metal from the stellar Netherlands scene. And you will not be disappointed. Um, well, you might be. You might be. And if you are disappointed, then I'm sorry, but you've not got a very good taste in music. Yeah, basically. Nino should be back next week, finally. Sorry you've had to put up with me for so long. Ah, it's all right. We, I'm sure we'll get a chance to do some more graveyard classics. Yeah, we'll at some do some point. more graveyard classics. Got to keep them yeah. going. If you keep not free. watching them, we'll keep making them. <laughs> all six of you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, guys, thanks very much for watching, and take care. And until next time. Until next time. Boom.